Hello. Dumbass. I know, right? <laughs> okay. Hello, welcome to Pork and Bean. My name is AJ. And I'm Renee. And we are here with just ourselves this time. Yes, um, it's rare. This is a rare uh, Pokemon gem, whatever have you. Yeah, it's just gonna be it's just gonna be us. So if you were expecting like you know someone else to come in and add their two cents in, they can keep it, keep the refunds, I guess. Um, what is, um, what 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 are we talking about today? Well. I think what we're going to focus on today is kind of like the direction that we want our podcasts to go in. Um, okay. The, I, 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 I want to say that what we're focusing on tonight is uh, kind of, I guess, like a shift in creativity and uh, direction focus. Uh, I would like to say on behalf of myself and AJ that we do apologize for the hiatus that we took with our recording, um, that was not intentional. And we're saying, you know, the hiatus, like we have all these followers and listeners. But um, uh, we we really did not intend for that to happen. But, you know, li- life has been, like, insane, as I'm sure it has for all of you guys, all of you guys listening. Yeah. Um, in some respect, you know, like, we have the baby. I'm in school. I'm literally taking finals this week um work uh all that great stuff and 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 pandemic anxiety um to throw that into the frying pan but uh we are going to try our best to be more consistent with recording new episodes i think Um, we can do that aj and i had a conversation about promoting uh artists uh black black artists people of color um whether they're um, musician, artists, uh, entrepreneur, entrepreneurs, um, to kind of you know make our podcast a platform for people to speak on their creativity, so we can share our own creativity. So if any of you know an artist or a musician or uh, um, someone that's starting a, a business, a black-owned business, or a person of color that um, would like to have their business uh, spoken on or promoted, please let us know. We would love to check them out and honestly just find more products and um, uh, avenues of entertainment for ourselves to support them as well. Right, because I'm black, y'all. I'm black and I'm black and I'm black, y'all. Yes. So I want, I yeah. want to, you know, you want, we want to support these people. We want to make sure that they're getting. Um, whatever platform or whatever audience that we have because it's important that we support uh the 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 minority owned black owned businesses in our in in baltimore because baltimore is such a uh hub for a lot of creativity and a lot of um businesses and and upstarts that are um making beautiful changes even amid this amid this pandemic they're the agility and the way that people are adapting um, to the new normal that we're living in right now. Um, it's important to send whatever money or whatever dollars or whatever support their way, whatever we can do um, with our little small platform is important. Um, so we're definitely going to add that as a, uh, we would definitely want to add that as a segment or, or and also um, bring people on to the podcast who have these businesses and, and just explain to that explain to us their passion and um, what drove them to it to what they what they do or what they're promoting or what they're selling and um, what are they selling yeah what are they selling exactly um, and literally them, selling chocolate <laughs> yes. so, and uh, I, I just think it's a beautiful thing um, today the only thing we're promoting is ourselves right now um, and at, at least at the moment um, because um, we just well actually I wanted to um, uh, before we get into our other ramblings, um, I got this idea um, coming from, uh, I was coming from the Target in Middle River, and uh, I noticed that there was a hair store over there that I hadn't, I couldn't tell if it was regular, like a, just a regular run-of-the-mill beauty supply store, and um, black girls, you're, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. Like, you can tell the difference between like a specialty like beauty salon or beauty shop 
and then like your like regular old like beauty supply store because there's usually it usually says beauty supply with one of the letters blown out oh god and then the posters of uh the outre models with the weave all the way down to like like thirty five inches or whatever with have a you. Box on the top. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, yes, uh, but more or less, yes. And those are usually the um, uh, beauty supply stores that uh, we see. And um, in my case, I will say, going into a beauty supply store, I don't typically see people like me working there and sometimes it's hard to you know ask questions um about what products you need especially if the people there working there don't understand where you're coming from they Mm -hmm. understand that they need to sell a product yeah they don't um but they don't understand what your need or use of the product is. And that happens all too often, especially yes. especially so, with brands that have their black, you know, splice, they splice off like this separate type of product for, that's supposed to be marketed to African Americans, but they don't really know exactly what the struggle is. Like lotion companies and right. especially beauty companies when they have things that are marketed specifically to black folks. Right. Like we were just talking about how Cantu, and I will say that I do enjoy Cantu products. I feel like they've, worked very well in my hair but mm. Cantu is hard stop marketed to people of color black people and these are owned by old white men yeah. <laughs> like those products are owned by a company that belongs to old white men mm-hmm. and um back to what i was saying about the the store i went into the store i'm pretty sure the store is called shades of beauty beauty supply on um what road is that is that middle river road how about, uh, let's look up, how about you look up the exact address for We'll get to it, For the yes. people. Um, sorry yeah. I didn't have the address offhand. Yes, yeah, so but, in the spirit of that. Um, in the spirit of promoting this business, uh, the specific one that I went to was 1370 Martin Boulevard, Middle River, Maryland, and there is one also inside White Marsh Mall in uh, Perry Hall, Maryland. And the name of the store is called Shades of Beauty Hair and Supply Store. I went in. It's small. You can definitely tell it's a newer shop. And uh, there was a girl at the counter. I would say, like, maybe she was, like, roughly, like, maybe 21. And um, she she gave me some brief information about the store, brand-new store, black-owned store. Um, she gave me a card. I looked around. Um, nobody followed me because it's a black-owned store. Uh, That's nice. That's my it, shades of case. Yes, it, it's like, very go, nice because any hair store that you go I've been into, to, you feel like you got a shadow. Oh my god! <laughs> like, um, so I get what I need. Um, y'all, they had a rewards program, and usually I don't get excited about things like that, but. I have never shopped in a beauty supply store, a hair store, um, with obviously tons of products that are for black women, and they had some sort of uh, rewards program. And you would think that more beauty supply stores would have something like that because black women spend tons and tons and tons of money in these stores. But they have this program and you get points. And I think once you reach 100 points, you get uh, like some dollar amount off your next purchase. Yeah. Um, that was pretty cool. I was super stoked about that. And you get a free pair of lashes Ooh. with your purchase. Hey. Um, and I'm not even like too big into lashes. I just thought that that was so cool. Um, be- like you are saying, it's like a change of pace, especially because these are products that black people have been buying like for decades. Yeah. But they're, they're, they're never sold and operated by black people. So I thought this was so cool. Um, and then as I was leaving, I was like, hey, what if we spend more time in our podcast episodes, you know, shouting these places out? I, I think that's, you know, uh, really great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I definitely go and check that out if you get, need your, um, I guess, your do did or your whip flipped, whatever. Um, or whatever she said on that on on beauty shop, 
but um, yes. <laughs> they uh for your for those needs because it's important um to know that the person that is proprietor the proprietor of the business is uh um understanding of your needs so yes. um yeah that's awesome so that's great good looking yes. out for that that's great of course yeah. yeah. Um, to segue into like other, um, I guess, uh, um, I actually wanted to pose a question. Um, so how do you feel about the, um, how do you feel about this, the stigma, um, that sometimes come along with black owned businesses or shopping black owned? Um, I feel like, um, to explain myself, I feel like sometimes that connotation that it businesses black owned, some can give off. Uh, an era of things not being put together or things being janky. Um, I've seen that uh, the reason that a lot of people say that they don't really um, find it important to shop black or um, or want to or feel like they should is because a lot of times things be janky or things be you know not all not always put together. Um, I wanted to ask you how you feel about that. Like, have you um, or have you experienced that? Or have you ever done something with a black-owned business or gone somewhere and was kind of disappointed? Um, offhand, no. Honestly, mm-hmm. I can say that personally that has never happened to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think I've ever been in the position of uh, setting out to go to a black-owned business and it was... Uh, it was wasn't what I expected. Um, I totally agree. Um, you know, nine times out of ten, um, if if I was seeking a product from a uh, like a, a black owned business, it uh, it ended up being exactly what it was. Met your expectations. Yeah, exactly. Met your expectations. Yeah. yeah. So now I can't say that um, mm-hmm. uh, that has ever happened to me personally. Gotcha. Um, I don't think it's happened to me often. Um, more more times than not, if I go to set out to go to a black owned business, it's operated the same as any other business that I've seen. Especially yeah. if it's like, a, especially if it's a small business, that's another mm-hmm. key thing. Um, uh, most of these black owned businesses are small are small businesses, which mm-hmm. is um, very important to our economy and very important to the neighborhoods that you live in because they pay the taxes in the neighborhoods that they are incorporated in. Yep. Um, so. Um, but yeah, most of the time when I go to be these businesses, I think it's, it, I feel seen and I also see if that makes sense. Like, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Like I, like you can't, um, like I've said to a lot, a, a lot of people about, um, about these things, like you can't, you can't be what you don't know or you can't be what you can't see. So if you... Um, I think it sets an example for a lot of people that live in that those communities uh, that you if I if they can do it then I probably can do it if right and and it's important to set those examples for especially for young people if, um, but besides that um I, do you know of any other um, any other black off, black owned businesses like offhand that you um, have gone to that you've been like blown away. Yes, and I hope this counts. Um, Do you do you remember uh, that painting that I fell in love with uh, before Melrose was born, and I wanted it? um, Yeah. uh, The purple, the purple one with the lady um, holding holding the baby, baby, and it's like a purple and teal kind of um, background. Mm -hmm. So um, another outstanding um black artist his name his name is justin copeland and you can find his work on instagram and at the end when we're done editing you know we'll put uh uh, links to the websites and um information to all of the places that we mentioned in this episode but uh i fell in love with his work his work features um uh elements of uh Black identity, um, African American history, um, uh, uh, Black femininity, um, ju- and beautiful, vibrant colors and shapes, and right. um, uh, hard contours, and like on top, like uh, 
soft watercolor palettes um, while mixing all of these uh, elements and creating just outstanding pieces. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was like right before our baby shower and I, and I saw this animated image of a mother holding a baby and the baby looks a bit gender neutral but that was something that I like really really appreciated because um that's a whole other conversation for later but um like you know we were just very hard stop against gender reveals because I'm sorry that shit is whack um um gender reveals is whack especially the ones that are burning down their whole towns not only that like why are like baby's genitals thank you why are we having (laughs) parties to celebrate a child's genitals like Um, go to jail anyway go um, to jail (laughs) uh, (laughs) um anyway uh y'all this this portrait was so beautiful it took my breath away and uh, we got the picture printed um we're terrible um we, we got like a huge print of it and we still haven't hung it up because we haven't found a frame big enough for it yet yeah and then um, covid happened so, and, cause yeah because yeah, we wanted to get a frame big enough and we we're like oh we might have just have to get a custom frame and then covid happened and they were like we're not doing that anymore so we're like well fuck. yeah a lot of uh shops that have like custom framing um have scaled back a lot of their store, uh, their um, services in store, and a, a lot of specialty art shops have cut back custom framing. Yeah. So um, it's still kind of just sitting folded up in uh, um, this uh, tube that it was sent in, but we do plan on hanging it up very soon because it is absolutely beautiful. What is the name of the artist? Justin Copeland. Justin Copeland, yep. yes. And, um, yeah, I, I definitely was very blown away with the, with the use of color, um, and the attention to detail. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I was like, oh, snap. Um, yeah, we definitely, I was like, definitely cop that. We need to put that up in her, in her thing. And, um, just, just. Not uh, cop, we bought. We could, no, you cop, it's the same thing. Oh. Wow. Renee, I thought cop was steel. Sorry. Come on. Wow. Sorry. So. Never mind. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna try to do that to you today. Um, uh, just for everybody uh, listening, his at is at Justin Copeland underscore art. Um, so that you just have that. <laughs> um, there's a lot of uh, his work on here. Yeah, and it's amazing. It's amazing. So, uh, definitely do that. Yes, um, I've also your sister. Your your sister is an outstanding hairdresser. Yes, my sister. Um, her her at um is Z Love Locks on Instagram. Um, she the it looks like she does a lot of she does a lot of full locks, but she also she can does do, hair braiding, have, so many ends, things. Yeah, she can do weaves, anything. wigs, wig installations. Um, yeah. she does uh like blowouts, mm-hmm. uh, shampoo, styling, clippings. Uh, literally, like anything that you want done to your scalp, she can do. So she's good. No, she yeah, she's am- she's um, amazing. Um, she's done my hair several times, and it always turned out like outstanding. Homegirl, homegirl, be booked. So definitely, yes, get very in contact- booked. Yeah, yeah, get in contact with her, or get in contact with me, and I can put you in contact with her. Um, you can stop by. Um, the you can stop by that black owned hair store to pick up your things and then you could go to a, a black hairstylist and get all of your uh you know your your scalp pulled back i guess i don't know what whatever whatever happens not scalp pulled back what i mean that's what happens when you get the braid when they braid it back no if you're getting your scalp pulled then Are they you doing need to find wrong? a different air stylist oh well i mean i wouldn't know i mean i, I don't get my hair braided so (laughs) you shouldn't be in pain and that act those were words that actually came from your sister if you go to a hairstylist a black hairstylist yeah seeking you know a popular style and you leave in pain or you're in pain while you're there you need to speak up yeah and yeah um you shouldn't be in pain in general Mm -hmm. so if you're paying your hard-earned dollars yeah then you then you shouldn't have to be in pain. When's the last time you got your hair done and you were in pain? <laughs> Why are you smiling? <laughs> Why this hesitation? Because it was with a hairdresser. 
that um, while the end product was absolutely beautiful, um, actually the weave that I had sewn in for the wedding. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um, uh, my hair, I, I loved it. Like my, I felt that my hair looked uh really good, but um, uh, my scalp was badly bruised after. Um, I took those extensions out and, Mm -hmm. um, I lost a lot of my edges. It took forever for my edges to grow back. Mm. I don't think you've had a weave since then. No. And at that point I was like, I I can't do this. I, 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 I I can't like, I cannot do it. I've been on a journey of like learning how to do like protective styles and just like protecting my hair. And I've been doing that since, uh, uh, Melrose was born and, um, this woman's work, man. I, I feel like I would want to throw hands if you like took snatched my edges out. Like I feel like it, it would just give me like permission to just go back to wherever you were and just be like, you know what, I, I, I gotta fight you on your front lawn because like look at my scalp, <laughs> look at my edges. It's funny because like like her like when she does hair like the end result is absolutely beautiful, but I think if you're a well-rounded hairstylist, you should be able to protect your client's hair yeah but also have a beautiful end result yeah i think that yeah that's 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 unfortunate that that happened and i remember that when they happened, you were like yo like I, this bitch is hurting me and then you were like well this it looked great it looked it looked amazing which i feel like that's annoying sometimes like having going to a business where you have like an excru where it's an excruciating like process but the end result Somebody gotta put, yeah. Put your phone on silent. Put your put your damn phone on silent. But um, it's it's an excruciating process. Um, going through an excruciating process to get a, like get an amazing end result. Like, do you think it's do you think it's worth it? At this point, no, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think that for the sake of cosmetics, I don't think that you should be in pain. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, I just, I'm... So beauty point... is pain, like, that's stupid. Yeah, okay. No, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm asking. I want to have a, have a, we, we talking. Um, you know, I don't, I don't think, you know, like, determination is stupid. I don't think, like, if you're working towards, you know, like, uh, building on your makeup skills or something like that, that's, that's really cool. But, like, to be in pain I, I, personally, I just, I don't want to do that. Yeah. To be uncomfortable, like, no. I yeah. don't want to do that. Like, I feel like, I, I, I feel like I can be cute and flat. And if you don't like it, don't look at me. Like, that's it. <laughs> don't, don't look. The look, turn your eyes away. Right. Fuck. fuck Smack you. the camera like Beyonce. <laughs> exactly. Beyonce loves smacking the camera. Yeah, she does. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, another one. Um, a uh, restaurant that we went to re- recently, Poppy Cuisine. My <laughs> God. Um, it's down there on Fleet Street. What's the name? What's what's the address? Hold on, I can find it. But um, it's um the Instagram is uh, at Poppy Cuisine Baltimore. Um, with Poppy P A P I Cuisine Baltimore. If you don't know how to smell those things, then I'm sorry. Um, the and it's a uh, 1928 Fleet Street. They have some amazing food. Um, when I went, I think I had the lamb. I had the lamb chops with the asparagus um, and macaroni and cheese with the crack cake on the side. Oh, it was so good. But um, that was an amazing experience too. Um, the uh the food was was done when i got there because we got we ordered a takeout we don't we don't dine in because you know covid yeah um, we're not even supposed to be doing that yeah. and and it's in baltimore city and that's been that's been shut down today anyway um the mayor announced that they're like not doing that anyway and people were pissed um, <laughs> i just want to let you know i saw a tweet today that said that if you are affected by the restrictions that have been put into place you are the reason why that we need the restrictions in the first place. So, um, yeah. Um, if there's and if you didn't like that, don't listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell people not to listen to the podcast. 
Yes, I can. Don't listen to the podcast <laughs> if you didn't like it. She's like direct to Mike. Lips, lips on Mike. <laughs> don't, don't make me know. Never mind. Yeah, don't make me know. Never mind, nigga. Okay, but um, but yeah, the the food was amazing. Um, what did you get? The lamb came. chops, right? Yeah, I had the lamb chops. I had. I'll just give the description. Oh, I had the, also the ultimate Long Island iced tea, um, which they gave to me in an open container, and I had to drive home, which was weird. But I was like, oh, I feel like this is illegal, but okay, it's to be strong. <laughs> I mean, they gave you a little bendy straw. It was yeah, mm, yeah. It was a bendy straw. It was a bendy straw. It is what it is. You know, yeah. we love a bit. When you love a bendy straw, yeah. it's it's it can be convenient sometimes. <laughs> it's a little. Is is he? You know, mm, a little. <laughs> That's what the bendy straw gives. Yeah, bendy straw. Bendy it straw. gives SpongeBob limp hands. Give money exchange. This <laughs> 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 is my bendy straw. Um, um, I had the surf and turf fries. Um, these were fries topped with three honey jerk lamb chops with five jumbo shrimps. And they were smothered in, I think, aged cheddar mm. and uh, aioli sauce. Crushed it. Um, and parsley. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, they were outstanding. Like... Outstanding. I, I feel like that's been a reoccurring word. Um, Outstanding. Like, yeah, I feel like it's not a lot. Well, we gotta make sure. Yeah, we gotta make sure people know. Like, you gotta go out here. Yeah, um, they were so so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did that. We we just had like a little date night. Like, we really needed to. It, again, it was a very safe date night. We we ordered our food, went back home, um, and uh, like the food was just so. So so good. Traveled well too. What do you what do you feel like your relationship is with food? What's my relationship with food? Yes. I feel like my relationship is similar to like the housewives, um, like that love hate <laughs> relationship. Toxic. <laughs> yeah, it's kind. Of, it can be kind of toxic sometimes, but you know, we, we they they're there when you need them. Um, I I. Honestly, I feel like I, with the busy life and the busy schedule that I live right now, food is kind of like, it's a necessary evil. It doesn't feel, I don't uh, yeah. I oftentimes like enjoy, enjoy the food. Like I don't savor the food that I eat a lot of times. Like I'm just like, oh, I need to eat something because it's time to eat. And that, and I feel like I want, I need to change that. I mean, it's not a good habit to be in. Yeah. Like, there are times when I wake up and I'm just like, oh, I guess I should eat because I need to eat because it's breakfast time. But I don't think necessarily all the times I'm hungry. Um, I know, especially the contents of my, uh, of my diet. The contents of my diet aren't great. <laughs> Um, and we don't, like, I don't know if I want to get into 100% of that, because I don't know if y'all want y'all to know all of my fucking business, but, um, it's, it's definitely hard at this stage to get into a rhythm of eating foods that are good for my body, mm-hmm. um, that are just as good for it, as, and as well, it tastes good. And I think it's expensive as well. Yeah. One thing that I've been struggling with is um, uh, since Melrose's birth, I've been struggling with postpartum depression and my doctor put me on um, some medication for it. And the medication that I take right now makes me so hungry all the goddamn time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, be depressed, want to jump off a bridge. Or not be depressed and just have munchies all day. And, you know, like, that's that's the current battle that I'm going through right now. And uh-huh. in the end, I, I do think that I'll, I'll be okay. Especially yeah. um, once in the near future, if um, Americans can sit the fuck down and stay home and the uh, <laughs> pandemic can subside. Once mm. thing goes, things go back to normal and... You know, I can resume a more active lifestyle. I think that this will balance for me. Um, uh, 
But yeah, like food, like it really is a love hate relationship. Yeah, because like, like I, I love I love eating good food. Like like don't get me wrong. Like I I I don't despise eating. I I really want to eat quality food, and even if the food isn't one hundred percent like the best for me, as long as it's quality and good, like I I always enjoy those meals. But it's not all the time where I'm having food that is a quality or b good for me you know right. and a lot of times i have things that are just like this isn't good for me and it's not even a good quality and i'm just eating it to put something on my stomach because i got like 15 minutes of downtime and i'll um i really want to get better at that like i don't i uh, I, I i but i feel like <laughs> to do that you have to make more money and <laughs> not be as fucking broke <laughs> Yeah, I mean <laughs> to to do a lot of that. Yeah. Um, what did they say? Don't um, yeah, you should only use your poor card to buy healthy food. Is that what they said on Twitter? Oh, <laughs> that's what Kiki Palmer said. And I actually want to talk about that because um, it, this was a while ago, and I think she. Was, I don't think she had mal intent. I think it was worded terribly. Um, I I just want um. I just wanted to discuss, I, I did want to discuss that because I think that it kind of s- spoke to a big problem when it comes to inequality, especially oh, food. Okay, so she, what she tweeted was, imagine if your EBT card could only work on healthy items with dot, 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 and a bunch of eye emojis, several eye emojis, like a whole audience of eye emojis. Um, it was... Here's the thing. I feel like if she worded this differently, it wouldn't be an issue. But I feel like it's like, imagine if your EBT card could only work on healthy items. And I think that that kind of gives an air of why are you niggas buying pork rinds with EBT cards and you can buy, you know, like grapes and <laughs> grapes and broccoli. Like, I don't, I don't think that that's in... I don't think it, I think it's indicative of a of a greater problem when it comes to food yeah. deserts and food inequality. There's a lot of people who who are on uh, assistance programs live in areas where it's very difficult to find food that is uh, that is of a good quality and also at a price that is uh, affordable. Um, a lot of these a lot of these places give you a set amount of money to spend. And you have to make that stretch out over, what, a month period? Right. And the funny thing is, is like, the commentary for, oh, like, only spending money on healthy foods mm. with government assistance. In the hood, the five uh, food groups are alcohol, mm. chicken, salt, pepper, ketchup. That's five. But, it, I mean... I don't even and and here's the thing I don't even know if I agree with that but I just think that and I I wasn't saying that like that's all that they buy those are the resources that are out in in um impoverished areas they don't have access to grocery stores that have fresh produce Mm, right they have places like it's a corner store right they have a corner store and and maybe a shop right right or a save a lot that has. That has some of those things that are probably going bad. Like, it's just like I just think it's it's tone tone deaf to do to have that conversation, especially on Twitter from your million dollar mansion. It's, it's it sounds it's very much like these pores need the pores right. The pores need to eat better. So, what are you gonna do about it? Like, you got money. Like, start a foundation to. You know, I, I I just think it was very weird. It was it was definitely very weird, and I looked at her sideways for that. And I was just like, mm, "Girl, I don't think you I don't think you had bad intent behind this, but the words that you chose were probably very hurtful and triggering for a lot of people." How do you feel about um like shopping for food? Like when you go to a grocery store and getting what is what is your what is your process, and how do you feel about the experience of shopping now, especially during a pandemic? Uh, I'm, I'm going to just say this. I hate being in stores in general. Yeah. Um, uh, I never liked 
And I always felt like kind of like, I guess, odd. I mean, I think it's a stereotypical um, uh, uh, categorization, you know, saying that, um, you know, women love to shop. And, you know, among the women that I do know who enjoy shopping, I do not like shopping. Mm. I hate it. Yeah, I don't like shopping um, either. And you know, like since we've been together, like if I if if I'm going somewhere, I have a specific purpose to be in there. Yeah, I need to get what I need to get, and I need to get out. Yeah. Um, and again, that was pre-pandemic. Um, I don't. Uh, I try to be frugal. Um, I, for the most part, nine times out of ten, go into the store with a list. And when I go into the store, I usually have my calculator out, and I always round to the nearest dollar so I don't overspend while I'm getting my groceries. And then once my groceries are done, you know, if we want to try a new recipe or do something a little different, we might get a few extra in- ingredients mm-hmm. at, only at the end of our shopping list. Yeah. And I think that system seems to work for us. Recently, um, the only thing that I was doing differently that I uh, think you were doing differently is that when I went into a store, I followed the list. I did not go aisle by aisle. I I followed my list and I went to each aisle accordingly based on what was on my list. Yeah. You go aisle by aisle and I'm starting to do that now. Yeah. I think that's more efficient. <laughs> I think it's more efficient because it's like if I know that if I'm the only reason I would go directly to a thing is if I'm getting less than like maybe four things. If I'm getting less than that, then I'll go directly to the things that I need. But if I'm going grocery shopping, like grocery shopping, I'll just go up and down the aisles and just pick the things out that I need. And by the time I get to the end of the store, I've completed my list and then I can go to the front. But um, I feel like right now, it's definitely a lot more anxiety going into public places and going into a a place where you have to shop um, for an extended period of time is it's scary it's honestly scary it's like it's like damn I really I know I really need to get this thing this thing and this thing and this thing but if I if I could track COVID while trying to get things that I need I'm really going to be really upset I'm going to be really upset about that you know and we're five you know I'm trying to stay six feet away from people I told you this I didn't tell the story on the podcast but I told you this story when I went into the store and this man tried to put uh, paper towels over his mouth as <laughs> his face covering. It's not funny. This man looked like Dog Bounty Hunter. He looked like he would call me a nigger on the spot. But he came in and was like, <laughs> he came in and was like, he had a he had a handheld basket. So he put his grubby, dirty ass hands on the, on the little handheld joint and was just walking around the store with two paper towels over his mouth in a crisscross formation. <laughs> I was just like, you dirty bitch. Why would you go me? Like, you know that you're supposed to have face coverings. Like, how... What did you... What was your thought process leaving the house? Oh, they just won't let me in. And then he got an attitude when they when the manager came over and was like, you need to leave the store because you don't have a face face covering on. Going to slam the whole... Slam his basket down in the middle. Nigga was in line. That's the thing. He was in line. He had already had like his stuff and was in line about to purchase. He was like, oh yeah, about to get away with it too if it wasn't for your meddling bitch. Like, I don't... But I was like, I don't understand what goes through your head that you think, okay, yeah, I'm gonna just put two paper towels over my mouth and that's gonna be enough. He definitely voted for Trump. For sure. For sure. Mm. Uh... <laughs> we never... We never dis- We never discussed the election saga. That that's later. We can't get too it. far. <laughs> I was going to say because we that was during our our hiatus. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah. I, I I don't like I don't like being in the store. I generally. Um. I don't think we buy uh, things that are too far out of the norm as far as like what we put in our basket. Like we, usually I think we do a good job of like balanced. Um, meals, food, balanced meals. We, uh, we for dinner, for dinner. Um, like I don't think we um we we don't buy milk at all. Like we buy almond milk. Yeah. And my thing is, if we can hard stop stop drinking milk, then we can make better choices in other areas. If we, y'all, he rolled his eyes, and I just want to say that that was unnecessary. 
That's because she's trying to she trying to take my waffles away. Like that's my waffles. I know they. I know. I, I know a lot. Ta- of- <laughs> Nigga, I wasn't even talking about the waffles. I was talking about the cosmic brownies. Okay. Like. Okay. Uh, I. 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 I mm, well. Cosmic brownies are not great for my body. No. Yaddy, 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 as Megan likes to say. But there are other things that we should we should cut out as well. I feel like that we should stop stop eating. If you stop eating cosmic brownies, I'll stop eating spam. You don't even eat spam that often. You don't eat spam as often as I eat cosmic brownies. Look at you spilling your own tea. Damn. I know it's spilling my own tea, but I but this is for this is this is for argument's sake. For argument's sake, you know you gotta you gotta come with something a little harder than that, like something that you eat. What is something that you get every time we go to the store that I, you like? I probably get something, but I don't think it's as bad as cosmic brownies. In what way? Like how many times I get it, or specifically how the the, the nutrition itself, the nutrition content. I know I drink a lot of diet diet uh, ginger ale, but you drink a lot of Monster. I do drink a lot of Monster, but that's different. <laughs> that's different because it's serving a purpose. <laughs> I would say that Cosmic Brownies are also serving a purpose. Well, can I still have coffee if I get rid of Monster? Are you gonna drink it all? <laughs> Y'all, she will drink. She will get a venti. Six dollar coffee. It's not even six dollars. It's so it's it is definitely somewhere in that range. It's between five and it's between four and six dollars from Starbucks, and then drink not even a quarter of it. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> it is true. You will drink not even a quarter of it. I drink half of it at least, if not more. That is a, that is a terrible habit. You do not drink half of it. That's not true. Uh, Most of the time, you drink you you will drink half of it over three days. That's not great. That's not drinking half of it. You're supposed to drink it when it's hot. When it comes cold, it's not never hot because I get iced coffee. You know what? I, I don't drink hot. Well, you well you drink it after it's melted, after the ice is melted into it, and, it's and that's down. my business. That is, uh, that, how is that your business? We taught you. Well, the cosmic brownies can be my business. We were talking about stopping bad habits. That is a bad habit. That is wasteful. That is very wasteful. It is wasteful. <laughs> well, what if I promise to just drink it all? Because my y'all, my coffee's because I I am, I try my hardest to be cautious about the things that I do consume because I am diabetic. When I get and then mm. y'all be in my coffee business and then talk about how nasty my coffee is. When I go, I get a black coffee because. Black coffee does not have sugar or calories in okay. it. I get it with almond milk. Almond milk, roughly like a half cup of almond milk has, um, I think, about five to ten calories in it. No sugar. Mm. Two carbs at most. You and your interracial coffee. <laughs> with three, Y'all just see the look that she gave me. I, I get my black coffee with a little bit of almond milk with three respectful Splendas. Three respectful? What, yes. <laughs> what is a respectful Splenda? A Splenda that minds its business. <laughs> um, th- see, here's the thing. That's a what is it? Okay, that's a that is a bad habit, and I and it actually, especially when I buy it for you, and then you're like, I'm just going drink. He act like he's. Mm. I'm what? Yeah, I like I'm what. Buying, going out and buying you coffee that you don't drink because it happens. Mm, not as often as you would like to say. It's not as often as I would like yeah, to happen. You're not like, <laughs> I would never like to. I, I would. Know you I have would all like this it to. Work to do. Here's this coffee to get your day started. You don't do that. Oh no! I already go out when you ask me to. That's still a favor. I still buy it and I still get, bring it home. And then you're like, oh, cool. Thank you for putting on all of your clothes and then going out in the blistering cold. To get blistering. It is blistering cold because like it's now all, you it's sound early. like the prince from Shrek. Scorching desert. <laughs> I climbed to the top of the, <laughs> the highest mountain, room, the highest room in the tallest tower, and to find a gender confused wolf. <laughs> but no, no. What I'm saying is, it is usually cold because it's early in the morning to get you this coffee, um, and. 
to bring it home to you. Blistering cold. Without spilling like it. We don't well, sometimes it's because sometimes that's difficult to drive and not spill it. And then I give it to you and you're like, all right, cool. Well, I'm now just you act like you ain't got cup holders in the car. I do have cup holders in the car. But I'm just going to say, bad habit I have, I do drive a little while. So sometimes, you know, things can spill. So, just to bring it home and then you drink like, you know, three three little sips of it and be like, all right, that's all I wanted. It's like, why'd you get a venti then? What is what is it called? What's the small? A tall. <laughs> it's stupid. It's stupid as fuck. I hate it so much. I'm like, can I get a medium? You mean a venti? How about I bust you with your face? <laughs> the medium is grande. The medium is grande. I and it's tall, grande, and uh, so you're getting a large. You're getting a large coffee that you are drinking. A, yes. You are drinking half of a small of. You even do that with Dunkin' with the cheap stuff. Wow. I eat snacks when I'm bored. Oh, everybody does that. I do that too. Like, um, I I've never eaten a I've never eaten a sweet snack and was hungry. Yeah. Like it's never it's, it's never because I'm hungry. It's yeah. because yeah, I'm like I'm I want it and it's there. My problems like the snacks that I want aren't normal snacks. When I want a snack, I think about egg rolls. Which is not a snack. <laughs> it's not. It is a side. <laughs> it's when I a want whole a side. snack, I think She's about like, mashed potatoes. I think nigga, about... Nigga, what? <laughs> I think about burritos. That's like, not a snack. That is a meal. That's lunch. I know. It's bad. She's <laughs> like, I want to... Like, she was like, you know, I just want a little small snack. Let me get this rotisserie chicken. Like, no, that's not a snack. Hey, I it's rare that I actually act on that, though. I usually, like, not gonna lie, I gotta be on that period to go all the way out and, like, get a whole, like, burrito or something like that. Or, I've like, done that yeah. for you, too, as well. Yes, yes, you have, and that's because you are kind. Yeah, that is kind. But I I, I will say you do always eat all of that, and I eat some, too, because it's good. Yeah. Because usually when you, I'm, I'm usually, like, right on the yeah, same type of time. period, it's Taco Bell Central. And I'd be like, like, you know what, I'm on the same type of time with you. I'm, I'm at you. What you want? What you want? A gordita crunch? You want the crunch wrap supreme? You want a chalupa? All those things are not real Mexican things. Like, <laughs> that's not real Mexican food. It's not even real meat, for real. I'm sure it's not. Yeah. Like, yeah, when I think about snacks, like, I'd, I'd be thinking about stuff like that. Like, meals. I want, I want, yeah. Oh, meals. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, like, I feel like snacks don't, like... Like, there's never been, and, and not even in terms of hunger, like, there's never mm. been a snack that I ate that I was like, wow, this is just as satisfying or tastes just as good as a piece of pizza. Like, mm. um, there I are. I feel what you're saying, yeah. yeah. I, I get what you're saying, yeah. There are, and they're hard to find, and um, I really, really love the TJI Friday's potato skin chips. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yep, they're nasty. <gasps> I hate them. I do not like them at all, actually. I think they're I think they taste I feel like they taste like overgrown scabs to me. Like Oh, so you eat scabs? I've eaten a scab before. That's I, disgusting. I'm a boy. Like what? Like I don't know what to tell you. Like I've eaten, yes, I've eaten a scab before. I'm a Ew. boy. I've, I've eaten a scab I haven't eaten a scab as an adult. Saying you're a boy didn't I've eaten, make it I, any better. It just further justify that boys are gross boys are fucking disgusting yeah i saw this i saw one time i saw a boy drop a piece of gum in the dirt and then put it back in his mouth <laughs> so like like let's <laughs> no, i saw my uncle once find it, it was wrapped he found a wrapped starburst next to the dumpster by my aunt's apartment it was like oh candy and picked it up Unwrapped it and ate it. You should have called him a coon <laughs> because that is coon. That is raccoon behavior. The worst part is that he's white, but uh, uh, I forgot you do have white uncles. Um, I don't uncle, have any, not plural. You have one white uncle. Yes. All right. um, I don't have any white uncles. I guess now technically I do because I'm married to you now. But like I don't have any. I didn't have any white uncles before I married you. Um, I have white. Yeah. I have white aunts. Yes. But I had, um, I was like nine, and I watched him do that, and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Why would you eat? I'm a, I literally had this thought as a child. I'm a child, and I wouldn't do that. Like, yeah, you're like, I'm a kid, and that's nasty. <laughs> I'm a kid, and I know better. Why don't you know better? At your big age. He was big to this nigga, like 6'3". Like, yeah. They, they, crouching down next to a dumpster to pick up a pink Starburst. Dumpster juice flavor. <laughs> 
is wrong with you? Oh God, that is that's. I don't think that's a bad habit. That's just your you just living your whole life wrong. Like like. But um, I'm trying to think of uh other bad habits that food habits. Or? Food habits, yeah. Other like bad food habits <gasps> that I have, or you. Okay, so when me and Renee first um, started living together, I found, I picked up on this very quickly in our relationship, that Renee was devastatingly awful at throwing food away, and then also would eat the food after, long past after it should have been thrown away. And... (laughs) I remember coming in. I'm getting better. Yeah, she's she's. Getting, I got help. Yeah, she's getting better. She's much. Yeah, she's definitely much better at that. But I just like, I would just come in and like, for example, like I would just come in and just be like, oh yeah, we gotta clean the refrigerator out, and like she, I would just start, you know, just you know, oh this is old. Oh, we haven't used this in a while. Let me throw this away. She's like, we can still use that. We can still eat that stuff like that. Or I would come in and you're like eating leftovers that were from like last week and i'm like renee like you you can't you can't do that that's not good for your stomach she was like it's still good it's fine it's not it's not fine you're not all right baby you say you're all right but you're not all right listen in my defense um i i i struggled a a lot as a kid i mean most uh, most of y'all listening probably know that but um I, I knew, like, at the, like, the young age, like, especially if you didn't make a lot of money, like, food was extremely valuable, and, um, I just had such a hard time, like, parting with it, um, and I mm-hmm. think that came from, like, the fear, like, growing up, like, if I throw this away, when am I going to get more, and yeah. that, that is a, that, that's a hard thing to, like, uh, like, that's real. Let go of. But, that's real. Um, yeah, that's real. I was in a place where I did not have to think about that anymore, but it right. was the learned behavior. Exactly. And yeah. um, um, I'm better now with it. I think I'm a lot better with it. It took me a while to get out of it. I'm trying yeah. to get my mom to stop doing exactly. it. Exactly. And as an adult, and as an adult, it is learned behavior from when, like when you're a child. So yeah. like things that you learn when you're growing up, that's what guides your behavior especially and especially when it comes to food because food is such a big part of your your upbringing um i still want to know what would what upbringing allowed you allowed your uncle think to think it was okay to eat a starburst off the dumpster ground but i think he's from oklahoma i can't remember where he's from oh he, they didn't even have shoes he's probably like <laughs> <laughs> he probably was eating like i don't know like 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 foxes and stuff like that. Like they probably was going he's out probably, and killing them in the yard. He's actually probably one of Plankton's cousins. Plankton, right? Sheldon. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm, I'm. I don't know. Like, do I have any bad food habits that you're like, yo, like this is this annoys the fuck out of me. Like, please stop doing that. Like, what is um, it? Putting hot sauce in the beans. Putting hot sauce in I the beans. Don't like that. That's not a bad food habit. That's just something that I like to take the taste. I like the taste of putting hot sauce and barbecue sauce and ketchup in baked beans. I think it tastes good. Um, I can't think of any off the top of my head. Because I don't think that's specifically... I don't think it's healthy, but I don't think it's unhealthy. I think it's just... Mm. It's it's condiments. It's sauces. But, like, I'm trying to... I don't... Food... Like, other... Yeah, other than the sweets, like, I eat too much. I would eat way too much sweets for... A grown man <laughs> for a grown man with a mortgage um but uh and you're eating gushers yeah i know that that is gushers is definitely you should not be eating gushers over the age of 14 but i i don't know i just like the candy i like i like the way it tastes I feel like you're about to make a joke right now, and I don't, and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> I feel like you're about to make a joke, and it's homophobic. I just want to let you know. <laughs> I mean, wow, you out here just letting letting people bust. Oh wow, you just out here letting people bust in your mouth like what? <laughs> people, I eat gushers. I eat gushers, gushers. <laughs> But oh, like, I I definitely eat too much candy. Like I said, um, 
I, for me, it's probably salt. My salt intake is probably bad. I feel like that's just the black community in general. It's just the way we season our food. Yeah. Hot take. Some of y'all season y'all food too much. That is, and that is just on period. There's way too much seasoning some that I be seeing y'all, especially past, this past Thanksgiving. Some of y'all posting y'all plates on online. I'm like, nigga, is there any? Is is there any greens? Like it seems like all it is is just yeah. Some salt of y'all water. plates was looking like nail files by the time mm-hmm. you was done seasoning with the amount of stuff you were sprinkling in your food. Like a pumice stone. <laughs> Not a pumice stone. Like, I was like, what? I'm black. I like seasoning on my food. I like my food seasoned well. I like it to taste good. But goddamn, y'all, put the season all down. Step step away from the fucking... Step away from the Lowry's. Step away from the Lowry's. Just put it down. I feel like our, I feel like the black community will never overcome if we don't, if we don't detach ourselves from season salt. <laughs> um. Yes. He, you said Hennessy. I said Hennessy. Yeah. I said Hennessy. Yeah. I think the black black community Hennessy has such a stronghold in the black community. So is season salt. You know how uh, the Little Mermaid signed a track a contract with Ursula. <laughs> the black community signed a contract with Hennessy. Hennessy yes. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. Oh God, we can have something. I guess we can have some method. You know, four hundred years of oppression. I guess we'll have that. Um, Hennessy. Yeah, it's not. They uh, it, listen. The black people can keep. That, uh, they that, can keep Hennessy if they will let go of chitlins. Yes. Hog maws. Yes. Pig feet. All those things. We are um, we are emancipated. We do not eat, need to eat those things anymore. At Oh. Why are you eating pig's feet? You eat if if I catch any any of my friends or any of my, any of the people that listen to this podcast eating pig's feet, I'm calling you Kunta. I'm calling you Kunta for the rest for the rest of your life. That's it, Kunta Kente. Like what? Pig's feet, and if you clean the chitlins in your sink, I'm not coming over your house. Hell no. No, it's not. It's not happening. <laughs> it's not happening. You can call me. You can call me anti-black. Is it anti-black to 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 say these things? Is that anti-black? Mm. A tad. Yes, a I little do bit. Think, I mean, these are our opinions. Um, this is, yeah, it is an opinion. But I I uh, I uh, I'm not a slave. I'm not I'm not eating shitlins. <laughs> like I'm not I'm I'm not doing that. That's gross. It's very nasty. Um, I. I don't know why people still do it. It's literally pig intestines. You have to clean the shit out and then cook it. Like I don't, I don't get what the appeal is. Do you prefer home cooked meals over going to a, like a nice restaurant? Pre COVID or just period? Just period. Like we don't have to talk about COVID. Let's, let's act like COVID is not a thing. Um. Would you rather? Would you <laughs> like the rest of everybody else? Yeah, exactly. Um. <laughs> would you rather cook a? Would you rather cook a meal? Or go to a restaurant and have it prepared for you. Sorry. It really depends on what it is. It really comes down to what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I I don't like 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 sushi for example. I don't like ordering sushi. I like eating sushi in a restaurant. Yeah. Because um, I feel like it's you know made to order. Yeah. Um. Honestly, anything else like, well, I, I guess like other things like Thai food, um, Indian cuisine, um, I'd like to go to a restaurant for those as well. But anything outside of that, like I wouldn't mind looking up a recipe and making it at home. Mm-hmm. Do you think you're a good cook? I think I'm mediocre. I'm, I'm just being very honest. I, don't, I, I think I can make a decent meal. I don't think I'm like... uh like a chef with hands kissed by God like <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I don't think I, I am not chef um, homeboy or D um I am I'm, I'm I know my way around the kitchen okay like I can I could probably make like three I have three like staples that I can make really well but like 
coming off a recipe, I can't look at a recipe and be like, all right, yeah, I know this this will be good, or oh yeah, this the combination of these things are not going to be good. Like I can't I can't do that. Like I would have to cook it and then make adjustments myself. Like there's some people who can literally look at a recipe and be like, yeah, that's not going to be good, or I don't think that's going to turn out well, or just be like, all right, I can just put my own spin on it because I know how it's going to taste. Like I. I admire people who are that good at cooking. Or can just literally just go in the kitchen and just cook anything. They just have that experience. Like that's that's amazing. But I don't have that experience. Um I can cook a I can cook pr- a pretty decent meal. I can put, cook many things because my dad cooked a lot. Growing up, like how was dinner at your house? Like how what was the what was the usual procedure for dinner? Um my mom always cooked very lovingly as as you've seen that she usually does but um if my mom was working paris and i ate by ourselves uh quite often Mm -hmm. um and then in high school because we were in like a bajillion thousand extracurriculars we weren't getting home until like maybe 10 11 yeah and like we would scarf something down either before marching band, band practice and um just go to bed when we got home yeah or um, eating before marching man practice is ill-advised. I don't know why the fuck we kept doing that. That was not a good idea. Never. No. No. Yeah. Um, like when I was in high school, Paris and I, like Paris and I, have always been like somewhat introverts, and um, like we would eat by ourselves or eat in our rooms, and that honestly stemmed from our middle school years when my mom was working all the time, mm. and um, we were like eating on our own and then just going to bed. So we kind of fell out of the practice of uh, sitting at the table and eating dinner together. Mm. Um, and, and that wasn't like always bad. I felt like we had our family time at, in uh, atypical settings. Yeah. Um, not like, you know, coming together as a family at dinner. Like, oh, dear, how was your day? Like, it, it wasn't yeah. like that. We we spent a lot of time together. It just wasn't at the dinner table. Yeah. And that's so funny. So I had the I had kind of the polar opposite. Mm-hmm. So like at my house, we were we ate dinner almost at the same time every night. Right. Like I, mm-hmm. I, when we came, it was very much dinner was on tape on the table by like six. Mm-hmm. Um, and we would always eat together. We would always sit. We would always you know wash our hands before dinner. Go down there eat and and eat. And my dad would my dad most of the time my dad would cook dinner. When we were growing up, um, my at the time we were living with my sister's mother and my dad were living together. We kind of lived with them for a long time. It was like ten, almost eleven years, um, and we uh, we kind of grew up with that situation with that family life. And but my dad would cook a lot of the meals. I think it was just because of his the way that it the way that his work schedule was. He was just home. Um, because, uh, my stepmother, she would drive, uh, from, I think, Anne Arundel County every day, um, because that's where she lived. She, I mean, work, she was a teacher, um, so she wouldn't get home in time to make anything a lot, a lot of the times. But my dad would cook a lot, and we would cook and we would eat, um, and we would always have that time around the table, you know, to talk and, um, but outside of that, it was very rare that we would spend a lot, a lot of time together as a family, like as, as one, yeah. as one unit. Um, because we all had our separate things, especially when I got to high school, I, sophomore, sophomore year and up, sophomore, like even sophomore year to, until I moved out, I kind of rarely had that time to eat dinner with my family. Yeah. It was, um, only really on the weekends. Yeah. Um, because my dad was, um, because they would eat dinner, you know, at 6. I wouldn't get home till like, 9, 10, right. 10 o'clock at night. So, I would just get home. There would be a plate in the microwave. I would eat that, finish my homework, and then go to bed. Yeah. But the, And then I would wake up at, like, I don't know, 6 in the morning or whatever before, so I could go to school. And yeah. Whatever. So, I would, that time in my high, in high school, I would, would rarely see my family. Um, and But the middle school years, like, we would, we, we would eat dinner together a lot. And I really did appreciate that time. Um, because we didn't have a lot of time together to just talk and talk about our day without much distractions. There was no phones at the table either. That was that was another rule. Um, so we would having having that time was, I think it was important. I will say that uh, I sometimes wished that I we 
hung out more as a family outside of that. Yeah. But, you know, people work. People have a lot of things going on. And as we got older, we all had our own lives to live. And that's... And you kind of just grow apart in that way. Yeah. In that physical closeness. Um, and I think we understood that as a family. We understood that that would happen. And then when they split up, it kind of threw a wrench in all of that. Like, that kind of broke a lot a lot of that structure that yeah. was there that kind of went away um but seeing my dad um seeing my dad cook cook meals all the time was uh i thought it was very interesting it's just interesting to see i didn't think of it in as out of the ordinary in that moment but but seeing you know the man in the house being like yeah i'm uh um, I'm the man in the house, or I'm the leader, or whatever. But you know, I, I, I can, I can cook very well, and I can make it, make a meal for my family. I know my way around the kitchen, and I know there's a lot of bum ass niggas that won't even pick up a fucking spatula. So, hmm. um, it was very, uh, very nice to see that, and I'm happy to have a dad that can do that. So, shout out to you, dad, for you know doing those things. My mom can cook as very well as, oh, as, yeah. as well, like, Ooh. like for sure. Um, but she, she also is famous for saying like, you know, I don't cook often, but I know how to cook. I only cook when I want to. So she, um, yeah, we were only with her on the weekend. So she would, she would cook sometimes on the weekend. Um, I think we're getting sleepy. Um, so I think we're going to cut it off here. Um, I really appreciate, uh, everybody, um, coming back and listening to us even after our, our hiatus and, um, and I look forward to the guests. We have some really cool guests coming up, um, on the podcast. So I really, I really look forward to that. And, um, I want to say that the next time Renee doesn't finish a coffee, I will t- post a picture of it on our Twitter and I will show you. Um, <laughs> um, do you have any uh, will, last remarks you want to say? I will finish my coffees with their respectful splendors. With their respect, res- respectful and respective splendors. I don't think she's going to do it, y'all. I'm going to do it. No, she's not. No, she's not. Um, thank you guys for listening. Um, follow, you know, follow us on Twitter. Um, and uh, look out. That's where we drop the announcements for the S. For the episodes, um, listen to us wherever you get your podcast. Um, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on um, Spotify, Spotify, and Anchor. Yeah, and Anchor. All of those, all of those platforms. You know, rate us whatever you want to do. Thank you, and you guys, <laughs> have a good night. Bye. Bye.